it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. And suddenly they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop and he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their, their, their face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. All right. Welcome back to another episode of strange stories with jeremiah byron i'm your host jeremiah byron we got a few people hanging out so far good to see you all let's see who we've got we've got greg morrill here uh hello friend good to see you <clears throat> we've got uh patrick mcfarland hello good to see you pat uh we're gonna have a great night tonight us having a good weekend uh oh look who we got here we got mitzi in the house uh woo woo happy sunday glad to be back can't wait to hear i agree uh again if you are new to this uh this is strange stories with jeremiah byron this is a live call-in show uh if you've got a strange story to share anything with bigfoot cryptid stuff you can't explain weird stuff that happened to you ufos aliens you can call in to a number i have right now 515-809-0165 and you share your story be live on the air on youtube and also uh recorded for the podcast let's see uh greg says looking good jb hey thanks pal um we've got hike with mike here aloha everybody hello from the home of the skunk ape in in florida good to see you pal good to see you here we got seven people hanging out. If you know any people that should be in here, go ahead, send the link to them real quick and say, hey, there's this guy doing a live call-in show. Uh, he's waiting for you to call in with that crazy story. Uh, we've had some crazy, crazy stories in this call-in show over the last 21 episodes, some real crazy ones. Um, had a had a good weekend myself here. I'll talk about it a little bit while we wait for the first call. Um Let's see, Friday I was able to talk to uh, Mr. Henry Franzoni, and that was probably one of the top interviews that I've done uh, for Bigfoot Society so far. It, w- it was absolutely incredible talking to you know, a guy who was involved with uh, Bigfooting uh, in the 1990s. Uh, we talked about him hanging out with... Um, Peter Byrne and Renee DeHinden and Henry's got some crazy stories. He's getting back into, to uh Bigfooting. He kind of, he went away for a few years, but now he's back and I can't wait to release that episode. Uh, 
that is live in the Patreon right now, but it'll be released uh, tomorrow. I'll be releasing the Mark Marcel, Return of Mark Marcel uh, episode. That's yeah, a good one. It's almost two hours long. You guys are going to love it. So be prepared for that. Again, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. We're going to be hanging out together for the next hour. Let me know in the chat where you guys are hanging out from. If you haven't said anything yet, let me know that you're here or where you're uh, where you're watching from. And uh, we'll be kind of hanging out together. Uh, if you've got any stories, you can go ahead and uh, call on in to 515-809-0165. And uh, let me adjust my mic here. All right. Of course, it's the week before uh, for those that celebrate Christmas. Coming up soon. Hopefully you got all your stockings ready. And well, maybe not the stockings yet. We still got time to, to put the stockings together. But uh, I know in most of the U.S. it's going to get very cold. So be ready. And also, if you didn't know, if you are in the uh, STM squad, Small Town Monster Squad, uh, the second part of Alaskan Coastal Sasquatch released today for the squad. And oh man, guys, is it good? I don't want to, I'm not going to give away anything, but uh, those boys have to remember that they are not invincible because my goodness, some stuff happens in that. I mean, it's really a movie. It's an hour and a half long movie. Put it, you put that beyond the trail together. It's like a three hour, it's a three hour show. It's crazy. But man, Ron, whew, that's all I'm saying. All I'm going to say is, wow, Ron. Again, for the, the people that are new here, let me know <clears throat> where you're watching from and who's in here. And put that in the chat. And we're waiting for the first call. Who's going to be the first caller in? We got 515-809-0165. Waiting for that first call tonight. If you've got a weird story, anything out of the ordinary, anything you couldn't explain, any UFOs, aliens, Bigfoot, cryptids, we've had calls about all sorts of stuff. <clears throat> Let's see. Last week, we had a gentleman who he had a story where he had to go to a, a guy's house, and there was a Bigfoot that was, like, just slamming on the huge uh, <clears throat> the huge dumpster, the dumpster outside their house. Okay. Uh, here's a new name. Jesse Castingui. Hello from Massachusetts. Well, hello, friend. I used to be from Massachusetts. I used to be from the... Western part, the western part of the state. Most people think that Massachusetts is all Boston. Well, it's not. Once you get to the western part of the state, the saying along the locals is uh, there be dragons. It gets pretty wild out in the western part of the state. We got nine people hanging out so far. I've been doing some, uh, making some interesting um, stuff on TikTok. Um, and in order to make those videos, I've been uh, researching some interesting things. Um, going to shout out real quick. We got Alan Lassiter in the chat. Good to see you, friend. Uh, we also got Keith Rollins. Good to see you, pal. How's it going? Uh, we're just waiting for that first call. If you've got a call at all about anything weird that you want to share that happened to you, 
uh, you can go ahead and call in 515-809-0165. We're waiting for that first caller. But um, I've been researching some really weird things. Uh, and some of the videos have gotten very popular on TikTok. Uh, one, for example, <clears throat> I made a, a TikTok video about the uh, Mount Shasta region of North Carolina. North California and uh, pretty wild. The things, you know, I've read a book uh, about the Shasta legends and lore by a DW Nafe. I'm trying to get Mr. Nafe on the podcast to have a, a big chat about Mount Shasta legends because there's some interesting things that have happened there. And that's an understatement. We'll talk about that while we're waiting for our first uh, caller call in the 515-809-0165 but over the years even starting with the prospectors back in the 1800s they experienced weird energy and just and weird things as they were digging for gold and even the native americans would say that there's strange things that happened around the shasta region some people think and we'll begin into some crazy stuff here some people think there's even an underground city underneath Mount Shasta. Uh, the city is called uh, Telos, where the Lumerians live. Some people even think maybe a reptile people, reptilians live there. Some pretty wild stuff. There's a lot of reports of different UFOs, uh, different Bigfoot sightings. Um, Mitzi, what do you know about Mount Shasta? Look at you. Mount Shasta seems to be wild for sure. Aliens, reptilians, Sasquatches, cults, etc. They have everything. Mitzi, are you do you have some Mount Shasta uh experience that you're not sharing? If you do, you gotta let me know. Maybe you just know your stuff. But uh that TikTok is up to about, I wanna say it's up to like five hundred thousand views. A lot of interviews are gonna come out of that TikTok for the podcast. I'm talking to a lot of people right now. Another one, uh, an interesting, and I'm kind of focusing on weird mysteries of the world. <clears throat> there was a gentleman, uh, an archaeologist, supposedly, that was uh, hired by the Smithsonian to go into the West uh, back in the late 1800s, I believe. Um, actually, no, early 1900s. And he was uh, hired to find all the weird stuff, right? So he was... He ended up going down the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon. Story goes from an Arizona article in the truth of this. Who knows? Because a lot of things were printed in the newspapers back then in that day. But uh, the thing is, is that he was traveling down the Colorado River, saw an entrance up on a cliff side about 2,000 feet up. Somehow or another, he made his way up to that entrance and found tunnels upon tunnels inside the cliff that went just forever and supposedly found a shrine room that included a large Buddha-type statue surrounded by vases full of gold uh, and also rooms full of mummies and hieroglyphics as patrick says suppressed by the smithsonian i believe absolutely that's the idea so who knows if it's true 
but it's a pretty good story. And uh, I'm also trying to get another gentleman on to talk about that as well. Um, we'll be talking about cryptids and Bigfoot still on Bigfoot Society, but I'm trying to get a lot of uh, interesting interviews to do with world world mysteries, you could say. For those that are new, this is uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. It's a once-a-week show where we cross our fingers that we'll have someone call in to share a strange story. Uh, can be anything to do with a – can be UFOs, aliens, Bigfoot, cryptids, could be ghosts. Uh, we had a gentleman call in one day uh, where – he found a Vietnam helmet, brought it back to his house, and it possessed an RC car in the house. And this RC car went crazy. The car was going all over the house. They flipped the car over. There's no batteries in it. It's impossible for this car to be going. The father figure in the story said, I've had enough of this, grabs up the uh, Vietnam helmet, throws it outside in the woods. I <clears throat> I think we asked, uh, was there anything weird that happened in the woods after that? Not that we know, or not that the person knew. I think this was out in the South. Thanks for watching Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, and also a thank you to those people that are watching this in the weeks to come. Uh, we've got a few new people to shout out. We've got Hellbent Holler. Evening, everyone. Good to see you, uh, Jesse and Joe. Uh, we've got Memphis Song here. Hello, friend. Again, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you've got some friends that would enjoy this uh, uh, call-in show, go ahead and spread this link around in your social media groups, discords, whatever. Uh, let them know that, hey, Jeremiah from Bigfoot Society is waiting for the first caller to call in with a strange story. Uh, and call in 515-809-0165. And hey, if we're just hanging out and you got a question for me, you can put that in the chat too. But uh, let me know uh, if you haven't put anything in the chat yet. Uh Oh, I missed this from Jesse earlier. I climbed Greylock. You know, I've climbed Greylock as well. Uh, Greylock is cool because, uh, Jesse, I don't know if you know this, and you probably do. If you're a fan of the, the Harry Potter series, um, in the Fantastic Beasts series, supposedly the, um, the equivalent of Hogwarts in America is on top of Greylock, and it's like, you know, um, invisible because of uh, magic. So that's a little uh, fun fact for you there. Tehronimus, of course, giving some encouragement. Uh, worst live show ever. Well, now that you're here, I do I do agree, pal. Uh, local legends, uh, Burton Moran. And if you're not following this account, you really should. He's a cool dude. Met him during the Van Meter Visitor Festival. Everyone should hit the like button. I agree, pal. And if you're not subscribed, definitely uh, subscribe uh, to this channel. One moment. Hope you're all having a great night. We're waiting for our first call on 
Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you've got a uh, story about anything weird, um, it can be UFO-related, alien-related, dogman-related, uh, cryptid-related, UFO-related. Um, oh, anything weird. Ghosts, poltergeists, I don't care. You can call in. Pat's got a question. What was the name of the last book you read? Um, Great Owl something. Well, I've been reading a few of them, Pat. Uh, the one I'm reading now is called, of course, The Bigfoot Influencers. This is a great book. You should pick it up. Uh, I've always, you might be talking about the Owl Moon Lab, which is a fun book by Tobe Johnson. If you want to hear more about it, I did do an interview with Tobe. Pretty much it's the Skinwalker Ranch of the um, Pacific Northwest. Really cool story. Ongoing. And Tobe's a great guy. So you might be talking about that. Uh, you should check it out. Uh, let's see what we got. Burton says, my girlfriend and I once saw a giant owl. Well, that's a story that you could call in about, my pal. <laughs> you saw a giant owl? That's amazing. Uh, if you want to, you could call in and share, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, force you into it. But that's a really cool story, possibly. Um just uh, made a TikTok. Speaking of giant owls, I just made a TikTok about um, thinking what is the weirdest thing I could make a TikTok about for this series. Uh, of course, I made one about Bohemian Grove. So, you know, giant owls, if you know the story. <clears throat> In the, uh, the town of Monterio, uh, just north of uh, Silicon Valley in California, there's an area, a wooded campground area, supposed, uh, no, this is not supposedly, this is on the map, actually, it's there, uh, 270,000 acres, um, a male-only club, guys from all over the world, regardless of political affiliation, come and hang out um, and uh, pretty much talk shop. A lot of interesting things and pictures have come out of that, uh, including uh, presidents from both sides of the aisles hanging out with each other. Um, there is a uh, there's a really weird play that happens every year where there's a giant owl statue. There's a recording of uh, Walter Cronkite, Walter Cronkite that plays. It's called the cremation of care. This is all really fresh in my mind. Um, obviously, you just can't walk in there. You got to be a, a cool dude in order to get invited to this thing. So, uh, yeah, we're we're probably not getting in there, uh, which is fine. But uh, yeah, that's a, the I made a TikTok about that tonight. But uh, let's see. Mitzi says, the pics of Bohemian Grove are super creepy. I agree. They're weird if you look them up. And uh, hashtag rich people stuff. Of course, I agree with that. Um, 
We got 10 people hanging out tonight. We're just kind of talking about different stuff. People are asking questions in the comments. This is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you've got a uh, story that's happened to you that's weird, uh, this is a place to share. It's live on YouTube and uh, recorded for the podcast. Uh, you can go ahead and call on in, 515-809-0165. Let's catch up with some comments here. Tate says, honestly, I think I'm getting sick. Oof, so that's fun. I'm sorry to hear that, pal. Um, Pat says, I'll go crash it with you. All right, Pat. <laughs> We're going to road trip out to uh, Bohemian Grove and crash it. That would be a crazy uh, road trip movie. Someone should make that. Uh, let's see. Uh Uh-oh. It's party time. Call from Burton Moran. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press. Hey, Burton. How's it going? Good. This is uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. This is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. And keep it clean. How is it going, man? Oh, not too bad. How are you, dude? I'm I'm good. Just chilling out on a Sunday night. Uh, in my warm attic studio. What are you up to out there? Well, I ran in my office here real quick, figured I'd give you a call and say that I could talk to you about an owl experience I had. Oh, I love that. Yeah, let's chat about it, man. Okay. Well, first off, a little backstory. You know, obviously you've seen me on YouTube. I've met you in real life down in Van Meter, and yep. that was awesome. Um, my family basically... My father's part Native American. I grew up on a reservation. Uh, growing up, I heard all kinds of silly stories. Not silly stories, but interesting stories, I should say, about uh, certain beliefs of creatures. And one in particular was of this giant owl that took kids when they misbehaved. Hmm. My parents told me this story was uh, basically there's this woman and her child was misbehaving and she threatened to put him outside. So the giant owl would come get him. And messing around with this, you know, the kid being upset and not paying attention to what she was telling him. She put him outside her house. She closed the door and opened the door back up, expecting the kid to be freaked out and ready to behave. But the kid was gone. Whoa. Never to be seen again. This is one of the stories that I was told, but at the point that my parents were telling me that I was already a teenager, so it wasn't making sense that they were like, right. and this is what will happen if you don't behave. So <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, I was going to be terrified of that. But, uh, so, one of the things with this story is, if this is the first time you hear the story, supposedly the owl will show itself to you to prove to you that's not something to mess with. No way. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, boy. I've been on a few different podcasts talking about this experience and I have many more with demons and everything else. Okay. This one here is kind of a fun one because me and my girlfriend, probably around 2000, God, I want to say 2013, 2000. It's been a while, but we were visiting my aunt and my parents were at my aunt's house. So the whole thing where I traveled a couple hours from here to go see them and over in Gregory, South Dakota. I actually recently took photos of the area where I saw the owl. But, uh, so I tell her the story and she's like looking at me like, you're an idiot. Don't, you shut up. None of that's true. That's the dumbest story I've ever heard in my life. 
And I'm like, hey, I'm just telling you the story I was told. So she's like, okay, whatever. Well, we'll go up to this four-way stop, this crossroads, and we're in a old mobile Alero. So it's not a huge car, but it is, you know, it's a car. And uh, we take this corner, but as we're doing that, I'm like, look at that right there. And there's this owl standing there. And this owl was taller than our car. Whoa. I'm guessing around six foot tall. So I slowly drive around this thing like, oh, my God, look at the size of this owl. Huge. And the whole time its head is on a swivel as owls do watching us. And it's pretty close to the car, still in the ditch. And uh, something compelled me to honk the horn at it. The entire time it's just staring at us, just staring right into our souls. And it was amazing because I honked the horn and its wings shoot open. It's a whoosh. And like my girlfriend jumps in my lap, basically, screaming. Mm-hmm. And this whole th- the entire time, the thing just stares us down the entire time. Didn't fly off, just looked at us as, as almost to say, here I am. It was amazing. I have a few questions for you. Yes. Because that's pretty incredible. Um, let's pretend the owl was normal owl size. What would you categorize it yeah. as? Like what kind of owl? Yeah. The closest thing I have ever seen to what it could have been is like a, a harpy eagle. Oh. It was no eagle because it didn't have the same didn't have the same shape of head. It just looked like a regular owl. But okay. And the harpy eagles don't get that big either. And yeah. I looked into it. I've been looking into it for a while on how big owls get and they don't get that big. Um six foot owl did this all must have happened extremely quickly. Um, I'm guessing yeah. there wasn't enough time to even think about taking a picture or anything. Oh, God, no. No. Yeah. No, we didn't think about it. And we got a few miles down the road and we're just like, she's in shock. I'm in shock. I'm like, what the heck? And then she's like, you know, you just told me that story. And what are the odds that that thing is going to be there? And I was like, I have no idea. When you drove around no. it, did it do the, the head on a swivel thing? Yes. It did? Like oh. it was it was facing one direction the entire time, but its head was like oh looking at the car. As soon as we came up to the four way, it was looking at us off to the left and it followed us all the way around to the right. That is so creepy, dude. I talked to the guys at the Hollow Sky podcast about this. Okay. And I talked with the guys from the Appalachian Intelligence podcast. Oh, wow. Now, the Appalachian Intelligence podcast brought up some very interesting things to me. Okay. One, have you ever, I'm sure you have, heard of Lilith, the demon? No. No. I Okay. No. Well, Lilith is a demon. Or okay categories as such ancient being that eats children the taker of children oh weird okay okay so she often disguises herself as an owl oh, she has owls as lookouts for her she's even been known to mate with humans to produce a child that she can then eat off of 
And then something I didn't even think about whenever they brought that up to me is what they told me was, you got to remember, you also came up to a crossroads. What happened at crossroads? Demons make deals. Hmm. Another thing I never even thought about at the time. That, man, that's really interesting. Uh, have you have you experienced anything like that? Was it just the one time, Burton, or? Yes, it was just the one time that I saw something that big. Wow, that's that's some freaky stuff. Um, I've told my parents whenever it happened, you know, hey, we saw this giant yeah. owl, and they were just not impressed at all. They were like, yeah, and? They're like, yeah, so did everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Man, it makes and you I'm wonder, like, like, how far back the sightings of this thing go in that area. And then I've talked with the guys from the Appalachian Intelligence Podcast about the whole situation and how the owl supposedly shows itself to you. Well, they've informed me, but that they have had quite a bit more owl activity since the being on their show. Really? Yes. They said it has ramped up quite a bit. Oh, since you were on their show? Yeah. Oh, man. We talked about this. Like, oh, man. What are you doing to me, Burton? hear about it. What are you doing to me? I'm going to, like, <laughs> go outside my house, and there's going to be, like, huge owls everywhere. This is going to be great. <laughs> and do what I didn't do and record it. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Uh, Greg brings <laughs> up an interesting idea. Um, maybe it was gigantism, which does occur in the animal kingdom. It could be. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it wasn't, but it right. is interesting, the idea of how the story aligned that day. Because I kid you not, it couldn't have been maybe five miles down the road I got done with that story. And I got her to roll her eyes at me and, okay, whatever, you're an idiot. Wow. And then the next thing you know, we're staring at a giant owl. You know, isn't this is not the first giant owl story that's that's been on the podcast before, Burton. Um, oh my god! I don't know if you've this one is it's a lot of people haven't heard it because it's in a like a it's in a short after show segment from a long time ago. But Doctor Meldrum actually uh, <laughs> he shared a story about how he was in a cabin in Wyoming, I believe, and he woke up in the middle of the night and there was like a giant owl creature in the side of his bed, like on the side of his bed. It was nuts. I was totally taken that aback by it, especially from him, you know? Well, another thing is, like, owls, for some reason, have also been linked to alien abduction stories, mm. aliens in general. Okay. So many people claim that, you know, that they're, they thought they saw what they thought was an owl and it turned out to be, like, a, a humanoid alien situation. I don't know. There's quite a bit of stuff going on with owls that I never really knew about until this situation happened. Man, and now I'll, I'll probably start seeing. It's like when you get a certain car, and then the car starts showing up everywhere. I'm, I'm just gonna start noticing giant owl stuff everywhere now. I, I bet it'll be cool. Um, <clears throat> so you mentioned your you you have uh, Native American heritage, correct? Yes. Yep. In South Dakota area. It, <sighs> You know, for a while I was I was researching into the Shunkawarakin. Have you ever heard of that one before? Uh, it doesn't sound familiar off the top of my head. Oh, uh, you should I check that out. It's, it's specifically with the Iowa people. 
so it's like um out there in uh, i want to say montana but also in like illinois and iowa and it's like this okay. hyena type uh cryptid that's been seen at uh, certain times and they supposedly have a taxidermy mount of it in a uh a museum in uh I want to say Montana, but it's it's a it's a fun mm. story. You should look it up. It's one of those really lesser known uh, cryptids here. See, Mitzi says owls are bad luck in Latino culture. They signify death. Oh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting viewpoint on it. The owls mm. like that. That what she just said there brings up to another point. Whenever I was younger, and I see like an owl on a fence post, or a certain bird on a fence post, and I bring quite remember being an owl and i'd be like look at that owl and i point at it, and my parents would like slap my hand down don't don't point at it really don't even acknowledge it and i'm like why and they're like Whoa. it usually means somebody in your family is going to die that's crazy dude if you acknowledge it so i'm like oh okay i want to acknowledge it then very in that's very very interesting um did you you know just and if if you know is it cool if I ask you some more questions about your heritage? Sure. And if there's anything you don't, you know, you can always be like, I don't want to talk about that. But um, did you ever hear any any stories about any other creatures uh, from your relatives? Like uh, shadow people, things like that. Yeah. Um, I was once told that if you're walking and then you have two shadows, that one of them is not your shadow. It's the shadow of wow. like... Uh, the devil basically that's wild or a bad spirit that i said i grew crazy. up on my dad owned a junkyard and it was haunted really yes it was very haunted um we whenever i was like a young kid and you know you'd sleep in your parent room mm -hmm. you get scared you go sleep in there well i'd go and sleep in my mom's room and sometimes i'd see this light appear in our hallway and I just go back to bed, like, what do I give a crap? <laughs> and <laughs> my older brother came on and he says, uh, wakes up my mom. Who's the old lady that keeps coming in my room? No way. And mom and dad are like, what do you mean? Well, every night, this old lady, she walks from the bathroom into my room and back to the bathroom and disappears. So <laughs> it was this old like native woman white woman i can't she was white because she was a ghost but we don't know what gotcha. ethnicity she was my parents believe that it was part of the trail of tears where oh, native wow. americans were yeah. forced to walk down that long trail and whenever they sure. died they buried them right there that's what my parents believed i looked into it i didn't see the trail of tears went anywhere near that area but that okay. doesn't mean anything so basically this woman would show up almost every night eventually everybody saw it i actually never saw her completely i saw the glow but i've never seen her mm. and uh it happened where my dad was a few times would have company come over in the middle of the day and they drink coffee and have conversations and one of them said to my dad uh oh i didn't realize that you had company over and he's like what are you talking about well isn't that your mother-in-law i just saw it in the hallway my mother-in-law oh, and my dad said oh no 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 that's a ghost and of course they were like bull crap he's like no i invite you to go back there and look there's nobody back there so they'd go back there and they'd look and they'd come out and they'd give them a hey i, I gotta go <laughs> and then they'd, they'd just leave 
Did you ever look to see if there was any weird history in that residence from previous owners? See, this is my dad built the house. Oh, it was actually wow. quite a few trailer homes put together. Okay, it was actually part tribal land because that's because, yeah. we're all enrolled in the tribe, and they okay. give us land to you know do business off of and stuff. Yeah, so he built that place. Nobody's ever lived out there before, but um, he owned the junkyard, and we had quite a few accident death cars come in, stuff like that, and mm. we've had experiences with those. I remember one day I was doing homework in high school. I was in the hallway, or not in the hallway. I was in the living room, and I looked down the hallway, and I see this little kid staring at me. So I'm staring at this little kid, and we're, we're eye contact, full on. I'm like, okay, mom and dad got company, and there's a little kid. Uh-huh. And usually if there's a little kid in the company, it's my job to go take that kid into the living room, turn on cartoons so that the parents could talk. So I get up. I'm like, all right, whatever. I walk out there. My mom's doing dishes, and there's nobody else here. I said, Mom, who's all here? Just me and you. Your brother's over spending the night at somebody else's house, and your dad's in town playing gambling machines. So I'm like, well, who's the little boy? She's like, what little boy? So there's a little boy I was just staring at in the hallway. It's just me and you here. And I'm like, are you serious? Oh, my goodness. I kid you not. It wasn't like a, oh, I thought I saw something. Me and this kid locked eyes. We were looking at each other. Mm. Nobody was there. And we lived five miles out of town. Wow. So it wasn't like somebody just walked into our house. That's some crazy stuff. About two more stories I could tell you off the top of my head. Really? One, my brother and his girlfriend at the time were jumping on the trampoline. That we had outside and this guy just appeared to them and he was wearing a white shirt blue jeans and he looked pissed off he just stared at him he had a fist clinch and at one point i had seen the same thing at a different time same trampoline area as kids you know whatever i'm like what the heck was that and the guy just as soon as he shows up he's gone it gives you that terrible feeling of okay i'm gonna go inside now i don't need that but probably one of the creepiest encounters that anybody ever had was uh, this uh, guy named Tony. I'm going to give the last name, but mm-hmm. he was a Native American guy that my dad had hired to crush cars. Okay. So he had his own car crushing business, blah, blah, blah. And he shows up. He's loading up cars, and he, everybody else goes home, and it's getting dark out. But he's got lights on his big forklift deal, so... He's going to keep crushing her, getting ready for the morning. And so basically, me and my brother Harold, we're in town. We're coming back five miles. And Tony drives by us. He's hauling ass. Sorry. Cursed a little bit there, but he's waving us down, right? So we wave. We go down. He's a Native American guy, but whenever we see his face, he's pale white. We're like, what is going on, Tony? And Tony tells us this story. Tony says... Okay, I was loading up cars, getting ready for tomorrow. We're like, okay. I look over, the lights in my van are on, and it's on the other side of the gate. Okay. We're like, yeah, okay. So I go turn my lights off. Get back in my loader, 
Five minutes later, I look over, my lights are back on my van. Oh, boy. I'm thinking, you guys are messing with me. So I go turn my lights off again. Get back in the loader. Five minutes later, my lights are back on. This time I'm pissed. I go over there. I turn the lights off. I lock my doors. Grab my keys. Back in the payloader. I look over. Lights are on. How are the lights on? I have no idea. So I decide, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I start to go getting into my van. Something grabbed me by the back of my shirt. Shut collar, up. No way. threw me to the ground. Whoa. And I, I jumped in my van. And the next thing I know, I'm waving you guys down right now and telling you this story. And he was terrified. Holy mackerel. Let me tell you a little something about Tony. Okay. Tony was an old soldier guy. He was right. a Marine. Oh, boy. He was not afraid of nothing. Yep. He's a great conversationalist, but he's uh, passed a few years ago, sadly. But he was in war. He had seen some terrible stuff. He could tell me some stories. That I was like, oh, my God. But he was terrified of whatever this was. Whoa. He said, uh, I'm not working out there at night, never by myself again. No way, dude. No way. I don't blame him, man. It's like, yeah. and did he say like he saw us? He didn't see anything. Just like something is like never saw grabbing him. Something turned on the lights. And that's where it's just like, you know what? I'm out of here. And then something grabbed him by his collar and pulled him to the ground. Yeah. Like Mothman 46 says, leave the, leave the hate van. I'll lock. No, no doubt, dude. I'll lock. <laughs> Oh my god! That's one of the scare. That's one of the creepiest things I've ever heard, man. That's a crazy story. Like Ooh. I said, we saw him literally as soon as it happened. He was we caught him maybe three miles from our house. He's waving his arms like crazy, like pull over, pull oh over now. So we pull over and we're like, "What's going on, dude?" And he tells us his story, and we're like, "What?" It was insane. Burn. Those are those are some wild stories, man. <clears throat> Thank you so much for for calling on in before yeah. before you head out. Um, do you mind spending a few minutes talking about your YouTube channel and making sure people know about that? Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, you got to think about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, local legends Bert Moran. Um, I'm sure I'll be in the chat if you guys want to check out my channel. I go mm -hmm. ghost hunting. I look into certain missing persons cases. I have traveled to texas went to the goat man's bridge recently that was an interesting one um but yeah i've had paranormal experiences i should say i guess my entire life but yeah i appreciate your time listening to my stories you're um, welcome I and quite a few more some other time if you mean you should talk some yeah dude I'll be in touch, but uh, also if you want to see what the Van Meter Visitor VIP tour was like last year, he's got that up on it too. Uh, and uh, oh, yeah. it is a good, good little video there. So thanks for calling in, man. Good talking to you again, Burton. Hey, thanks for having me. Talk to you later. Later. Whew. It's a lot to, lot to unpack from that one. Hmm. It's going to be hard going to sleep tonight. Burton, let me take off the banner here. If I see a giant owl, it's on you, buddy. It's on you. If everyone listening to this starts seeing giant owls, it's on you, my friend. <laughs> what a call. There's some amazing stories. Oh, man, the haunted van in the junkyard, the Marine getting 
just pulled by the back of his collar. Oh my goodness. What a story. What a story guys. We got about 18 minutes left uh, in the uh, strange stories with Jeremiah Byron episode number 22. Just had a great chat with Burton Moran. <laughs> Mothman 46 is in the chat right now, causing some trouble, but that's all right. Remember that story. The next time you climb into your car. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, Greg says, I've seen a really big owl. Uh-oh, it's already starting. It's already starting. Look out, guys. And we got time for another call. If anyone uh, is listening, we've got about 13, 14 people right now listening to this live. If you've got a weird story to share, anything UFO, alien, Bigfoot, cryptids, dogman, uh, just weird stuff, stuff you can't explain, go ahead, give a call in, 515-809-0165, The Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, live on YouTube, recorded for the podcast. We're up to 15, holy mackerel. Uh, Burton says, I hope you all get to see the giant owl. Yeah, fingers crossed, my dude, that I get to see it. Uh, if you haven't said anything in the chat yet, we got up to 16 people right now. This is great. Uh, put in the chat who you are and where you're watching from. Uh, and we're waiting, you know, if you've never called in before. Or if you have called in before and you have a new story, you can give a call on in 515-809-0165. Uh, having a great night, just hanging out the week before Christmas. Seven days exactly. Until Christmas. Uh, Mothman 46. Tell the story you'll be, you know what? I, I don't think, no, dude. <laughs> hey, Mike from New York, Long Island Bigfoot. If you, you know, Mike's a great dude. He's a fun, fun guy. Uh, definitely follow Mike's channel. He's got, man, Mike called in this one time. He had some wild stories about, of course, Long Island, New York, rake attack. Bubba the Bigfoot saving the day. Ooh, it's a great story. You got to go back and you got to listen to that episode a few back. Uh, but good to see you, Mike. And hey, Mothman46, smash that like button. Hey, my friend Davis is here. I saw a pair of two barred owls once in the wild, and one of them was huge. It was bigger than any captive barred owl I've seen in the zoo. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. That was probably the strangest one I've got. Well, I'm glad you called in with it, my friend. Guys, we got about 15 minutes uh, left. A perfect amount of time for one more story. If anyone uh, calls, wants to call in. Hey, we got Rebecca Sluck hanging out with us. Good to see you, Rebecca. Watching from Southwest Washington. Man, I bet you she's got some great stories. Yeah, I need to talk to you someday. Someday, Rebecca, we need to make that happen. Uh, my people will contact your people. How about that? So, but good to see you hanging out with us. Uh, guys, we got about, let's see. Ooh, Jesse. I'm at a Christmas party with my earbud in. <laughs> good for you, pal. <laughs> I, I appreciate you hanging out with us during your Christmas party. But next week, I'll call in with my scary night backpacking in Maine. Oh, I'm intrigued. I've been backpacking in Maine before because I used to live out there. There's some wild stuff in Maine, my dude. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, hopefully you'll be calling in. 
with that crazy, scary night backpacking in Maine. Guys, we've got about 14 minutes left. If you've got a quick a quick story, you got time to call on in, 515-809-0165. You can call on in to Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. Whew, almost didn't make it there. Live on YouTube, recorded for the future for podcast on the Bigfoot Society podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed to this channel and hit the thumbs up and also hit the bell icon because then you won't miss anything. You won't miss anything that I upload or any impromptu episodes because uh, sometimes I might just say like, be like, hey, let's do it, you know, but usually this is a... Uh, <clears throat> It's a Sunday night only, 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Davis, okay, all right. I had a massive gray owl dive across the road while I was headed to college on Halloween. It looked like someone threw their child across the road. Holy mackerel. Well, that's a wild scenario. Uh, Mitzi, let's see. People who solo backpack are on another level. You know, I agree with you. I can't imagine going solo backpacking, um, especially now, like hiking on the Appalachian Trail. You hear a lot of uh, a lot of stuff about people getting in trouble on the Appalachian Trail, and that's a no for me, dog. Um, but if you get a hold of me, sometimes I'll tell you about the real demon encounter i had where things were thrown across the room yeah yikes how about this i'll tell you if last call for someone to call in real quick 515-809-0165 you can call in uh share a story uh weird thing that happened to you cryptid ufo bigfoot aliens ghosts all that stuff you can call on in so Hiking by yourself is no joke, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why. So I used to hike the Appalachian Trail when I was in junior high uh, high school with my dad a lot, and uh, we were hiking in uh, Connecticut. And I remember hiking, you know, I I was by myself. I got separated from the group, so I'm hiking, and I had one of these backpacks on. It was an external backpack. So an external back- backpack is when the frame is outside of – I guess you'll never hear this story. Wink. Call from Mike. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Mike, what's going on, man? What's happening, brother? Hey, real quick, uh, this is uh, live on YouTube, record for the podcast, and uh, please keep it clean, my brother. How's it going? All right, not bad. I'm uh, I'm actually multitasking a little, but all right, all I right. saw nobody was calling in towards the end, so I figured I'd, I'd just pop in. All right. So this is a, you know, I try to keep it as strange as possible because that's, you know, the topics. So I love it. This is not necessarily something um, cryptid. I can't, that's, I can't really, I don't, I can't really categorize this experience. Um, I didn't bump into anything uh, physical. Um, so I was at this, uh, new location in the Catskill mountains over by, uh, where I, where I also live. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a, it's a hike and I didn't know where it was going to lead me. Um, 
I actually thought the uh, trail was like, I didn't even know there was a trail down there, honestly. And uh, I just thought it was like a little, you know, lakefront spot you could kind of hang out at. And then I saw a dirt road that went down. So I said, let me drive down it and see where it goes. And boom, there's like a secret little parking lot down there. Only the locals know about. So I'm like, oh, great. Uh, I see a trail going down. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. And I'm walking and I'm walking. And I'm really like getting engulfed by this place because of its beauty. Goes around the lake, it goes up and down. There's like quarries and you know gorges and, mm. and all sorts of stuff going around, highs and lows and um, you know. Anyway, it uh, ended up taking me uh, eight miles in, and I so I, I I really it didn't look like much, so I thought it was going to go quick around the you know loop around the lake. So the, the U to get to the one side, I can literally see across the lake probably a few hundred yards. So that's sure. what I thought it was just going to be a quick loop, but it wasn't. It goes far and does a huge horseshoe, an eight mile horseshoe. So, uh, I get there and I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, there's no way this is going to loop back around, uh, very easily. And I'm getting exhausted at this point. I hadn't had breakfast. That was, you know, I started at like five 45 and now it's like, oh my goodness. you know, eight 30 or something like that, or like whatever. So I'm like, and I don't have a lot of my stuff. Like I was not prepared for oh boy. what I was doing. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, let me, I'm like, let me try to figure this out. I'm getting frustrated. Like everything seems to be a dead end. Uh, everything I try isn't really working. And I'm starting to get frustrated and frazzled. And I'm like, okay, this is, uh, this is not good. Like I'm losing my composure here. And uh, maybe I'm making bad decisions and silly decisions. And I'm just getting myself turned around. I don't know. But. I'm just going to turn around and go the way I came, right? Easy enough, right? So I can see the place where I started. You know, there's there's brush in the way at this point because it's, it's a summer morning. Um, but I know I can literally see my car, you know, if, if, if the brush wasn't in the way across the lake. I, right. I'm right, right across from where I had started. But mind you, uh, it's an eight-mile walk, you know, back. So... I can hear people now. They're gathering over there. You know, there's other cars in that lot. And I can hear people. And I can, at this point, I can literally, well, no, this is a little more down the line. Sorry. So I, but I can hear them in there laughing and giggling. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back. So I start turning back and uh, I'm walking, walking, walking. And I'm like, this, I'm like, this, this isn't right either. Oh. So I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't understand how this isn't the right way. So I turn back around. I kind of like backtrack and I'm looking. So here's where the, I'm kind of putting myself in the moment. I'm getting a little like. I got you. Too, yeah, I got you, dude. I, I go back the way I just came again, you know, a 180 turn. And mm. uh, so when you turn around, you should be walking back past the things you just walked past, uh, you know, in reverse. Like Logically, looking at yeah. the backside of things. Yeah. But I wasn't. I was looking at them the same way, oh like head on. Oh, boy. So I walk in. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, So I walk in, and I'm walking another 100 yards, and it's the same thing over and over again. Oh, man. So I'm like, this is weird. Turn around, do it again, and it does the same thing. I'm like, okay. I'm like, let me break ranks here and go. Let me go the other way. Let me go. You know, I'm, I'm going north and south. Let me try east and west. Yeah going off trail and I'm seeing the same things 
on, I had a scene going both ways, back and forth, that I was seeing on the trail. I turn around, do it the other way, and I'm seeing the same thing. So I'm, like, stuck in this, like, I don't know how to categorize it, but I'm stuck in this, like, crazy little twilight zone. Exactly. Where no matter which way I go, I can't get out of it. I'm just walking these same hundred yards over and over and over and over again. Wow. And it's, like, and now I'm, like, really, really getting upset. And I'm, like screaming at myself you know i'm like getting mad i'm yelling and um i can hear the people again so i hear the people across and now i i try to get to the edge of the lake and i can see them so i mean i can hear them playing as they talking regular so i start screaming and uh they they can't hear me and i'm yeah i mean Jeremy, i'm like you know belting out like hey, yeah. you know and like can you see me like and nothing and I can hear them and I'm watching them have a regular conversation and I'm like waving and screaming and nothing. Um, so I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like really weak. I'm really tired. Not only do I know I have an eight mile hike back, but I can't figure out how to, how to make it happen. So I had to like take all my stuff and like wrap it up tight and, put it in my backpack and I had to, this this was not like your average like lake water it was like freezing it was very like you know it's a clean lake in the middle but like it's like you know it's it's rugged out there so you gotta like walk through this like thick mud and stuff to get in you pretty much gotta yeah. jump into like deep water there's no like oh I'm gonna ease my way in you pretty much have to like jump into deep water from like mud so that's what I had to do have um, not half, like pretty much like with like 75% of my energy, like gone, I had to, uh, swim across this lake. And while it didn't look far, uh, it was, it wow. was a lot further and a lot more strenuous than I thought. Yeah. But, uh, but as soon as I got in the water, it was like, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but as soon as I got in the water, it was like something, something lifted. Uh, like there was like a like a release or something um, like I could feel an instant instant shift but it took me to get physically in the water for that to happen so I don't know if like I broke the cycle or whatever it was like whatever was happening um, you know I've had I've, I've spoken to a few people who uh, I guess psychics if you will mm. and like tried to talk talk <clears throat> to them about it and that's basically I said I was like some say I was stuck in a like a time warp, some say I could That's what it sounds realm. like to me, man. Yeah, like a time slip or like where I was or I went into another realm or whatever, I don't know, but categorize it how you want. That's the layout of what went down. And I'm wow. just happy I got out of it. So I'm surprised that you got out of that, dude. Like that's incredible. I, I'm glad you did. But wow, that's a crazy story, man. Yeah, I kind of, you know, like I dumb it down a little bit. It was very stressful. It was really stressful. Dude, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing it. Yep. That was a cool story. Guys, if you're not subscribed to Long Island Bigfoot, you need to make sure that happens tonight. But All right. you have a good one, dude. You too, brother. Good catching up with you. You got it. Hey, real quick, all. Uh, first off, thanks to Long Island Bigfoot for calling in. 
Uh, also, I want to shout out that a Bigfoot Anon was hanging out. Dude, we got Connor. You got to call in one of these days, not this one because it's the end. But one of these days, we're going to get you on here, Connor, and you're going to share a crazy story. Uh, you're going to share it. one of those awesome Connor ones. Yeah, that's right. 411 went hungry. He did, 411 didn't get Long Island Bigfoot this time. Guys, thank you for hanging out the entire episode. I'm going to do something special tonight. I'm going to do a, I want to do a giveaway real quick. Uh, show, so here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give away a, uh, a black uh, Bigfoot Society shirt. And uh, how it's going to happen is I'm going to I'm going to tell you what to put in the chat. Let me get this all set up. <laughs> um, you, go ahead, put hashtag owl in the chat right now. And uh, I'll be giving away one Bigfoot Society shirt. So it's going to go ahead and I will draw randomly people that if you want to be entered for a free Bigfoot Society shirt, it's going to be a colored black uh, Bigfoot Society shirt. And I'll talk to the winner after this. Uh, go ahead and put hashtag owl in the um, we're going to give it a few minutes. We got three entries. Uh, I want to make sure there's a few more entries in there. <clears throat> um, give everyone a, uh, a few minutes to uh there's 13 of you in here so we got five entries i'll give you a few few more minutes to make sure that uh right very cool very cool let's see if we can get 10 entries um there we go nine all right nine's good enough i think i'm gonna go ahead and hit the draw button uh, this is the last call if you want to get in this, but let's see. Okay. You had your chance. Here we go. I'm going to hit draw. Who's it going to be? <sighs> Rebecca Slick. All right. Rebecca, go ahead and contact me Uh after this, uh, when you can, uh, you can hit me up on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. Um, and then I'll get your info on where to send the shirt. But thanks so much, all, uh, for hanging out tonight, for calling in and sharing your story. Uh, and congrats to Rebecca Slick for w winning the free uh, Bigfoot Society shirt. Appreciate you all uh, hanging out with me every Sunday night, uh, 7.30, 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, People that are listening to this in the future, 515-809-0165 and call in, share your strange story. Again, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you're not subscribed to Bigfoot Society podcast, uh, you can go ahead and you can definitely subscribe to that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And if you want to join a cool community uh, focused on cryptids and weird stuff, you can go patreon.com forward slash Bigfoot Society uh, get a membership card, all sorts of cool stuff there, uh, extra episodes as well. Again, <laughs> uh, we will we'll end with a few more chats before I go. Mothman, look in your back seats tonight. Yeah, that's right. Look in your back seats, guys. Uh, also look out for giant owls. Thanks so much, Burton. 
And thanks for to Mike for calling in. This channel is going to be a huge deal. I'm glad I'm here early in the game. Appreciate that, Mike. You're the man. Burton, good night, man. Why is the owl looking in your window? Mothman, I appreciate you so much. All right, all. I'm going to go ahead and shut this down, and uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good one, all. Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.